I said on Saturday morning, and everyone sort of thought the same, we just didn't know how to assess Go Wanji. I wasn't sure if he'd start $4 or $10. Well, he started close to $10, $8, but he ran a terrific race, terrific, given uh, the weight that he had, 56 and a half. Jared Malloy, of course, or Jake Malloy rode him. A bit of a, he was held up there in the straight and came through near the inside. He wasn't beaten that far behind Nashira, running second there. Of course, uh, Go Wanji's record is 13 starts, 8 wins and 5 placings. Tom Dougal, that must have been like a win for you. Good morning. Yeah, it was terrific, Steve. Yeah, how did he pull up after that? Yeah, no, he's pulled up fantastic. So, yeah, no, every, everyone's happy and the horse is great. So that's the main thing. Given these throat up, these two throat operations, what's his breathing like after the race? Was he heaving and making a bit of a noise and things like that? Uh, his recovery is fantastic now, Steve. It, it it's um, yeah, his recovery's wonderful, probably better than before. So uh, that's it, yeah, that was a fantastic result. It's exciting, isn't it? You, you said you had him in work for a long time with a series of jump outs and so on. Yeah, he he was as forward as we could get him, um, and we were all happy with him. But yeah, still, there's that touch unknown on, on race day, but as as far as condition and, and everything was concerned, we, we thought he was in pretty good order. I bet uh, Ian Fulton was as nervous as yourself and a lot of punters watching him there, given Ian performed that second throat surgery, the expert, of course, throat expert from Victoria. Yeah, no, Ian's, you know, you come across some marvellous people in your lifetime and Ian's one of them and, uh, you know, he's been fantastic. If he was on the phone, what would you say to him? Oh, yeah, no, we... we, we um, and give us a ring on Sunday, so you couldn't help, you couldn't thank him enough. He's on the line now. Well, very good. <laughs> How are you, Ian? Good, thanks, Steve. You're just Hello, boosting Tom. your ego a little bit. Hi, Ian. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, it's very kind words from uh, Tom, and uh, just so happy uh, that the horse has been able to do what they needed it to do. You've performed a lot of operations on a lot of horses, but you knew that, uh, you know, this, this horse is a bit special in Queensland. We all love him, given, you know, that he's obviously his form, just the way he races and the story up behind go once again. Yeah, it's, I, I'm certainly aware of what a um, sort of popular horse he is, and you just sort of have to try and put that at the back of your mind because uh, it, it's a, a horse that needs repairing and... Uh, doesn't matter how good or bad it is. If the owners want to try and repair it, you've just got to try and do your best. And uh, it's very fortunate that Tom put the um, confidence in uh, in getting me to do it and uh, took a leap of faith in doing a second throat th- surgery on the horse, which um, a lot of people don't do. It was like a corrective procedure you had to do. Yeah, the first surgery had been done well, but it had just had some scar tissue set up in the wrong spot beside the esophagus, uh, which made it difficult for the horse to swallow well and were able to uh, break that scar tissue down and reposition things. And uh, it's been a a good outcome for the horse and uh, a a tremendous training effort because horses that have that long out from racing, um, only true champions sort of come back and race at their previous level and it certainly looks like he's been able to do that. So... um, you know, while, while the horse has done everything right and I've been fortunate that the surgery's gone well, I think uh, there's a lot of credit to the training uh, to get a horse to do that first up. I suppose it would have been a worry that the breathing could be could have been restricted following the surgery? Yeah, well, the way that we've had to position the throat 
um, we couldn't open the throat as wide as uh, we may have liked to uh, because of the problems he was having. But uh, if you can stabilise the cartilage that's affected, um, the horses can often um, get sufficient air to run in shorter races. Um, I don't think he'd be a two-mile horse, but I don't think he's designed to be that. So uh, he's got adequate uh, adequate uh, airway to do what he needs to do, and I'm I'm really pleased to hear how well he's pulled up, um, especially in his you know respiratory recovery, because that that's a sure sign that the surgery's um, done what it had to do, and uh, the horse now can go forward. Ian, over time we've heard about tiebacks; they can deteriorate over time. Um, what do you think the future will be for this horse, Go Wanji, in that regard, with his throat? I think we're long enough out from the surgery that uh, we we should be okay. What he's got now is what he should stay with. Um, Tiebacks can deteriorate as quickly as a week after surgery, sometimes six or seven weeks or a few months later. But I think the the lack of trouble that we've had with uh, Gowanji since surgery, I think what he's got now is what he'll he'll have into the future. Yeah. How long did this procedure take? Oh, it, it's a it, it's approximately an hour and a half um, to an hour and three quarters. Uh, we do the surgery standing now, uh, which made it a lot uh, better for the horses. They don't have to go through a general anaesthetic, uh, and it does in, reduce the time taken. But um, yeah, there's a lot of planning that goes into it. I the, bet there is. So you're do, you're watching a screen as you're doing it, are you? No, no, no. It's no? all done. Um, well, you, the main part of the surgery is done through just behind the angle of the jaw, just as a normal surgical procedure. But when you get to the critical point and you need to tie back or pull open the, the cartilage, we have an endoscope up the horse's nose and we're looking at the screen while we tie those sutures. And if we tie it too tight... We can see that and we can loosen them off, um, but it allows you to, uh, so your sort of fingers are in behind the throat of the horse while you're looking at the television screen. So there is a little bit of um, three-dimensional thought process to go through. Mm, how many stitches were required there? Inside the throat, there's, there's only one main, what we call a prosthesis. It's a, quite a big, thick, heavy suture to hold the throat into position and then the surgical incisions only about eight centimetres long, so it's quite short. Did you watch the race live, Ian, on the weekend? I did watch the race. <laughs> <laughs> and we did let out a big cheer. Oh, when I when I saw how far back he was, uh, I thought, oh, he's, he's just going to have to work his way back into racing. But the way he came home was um, just fantastic, and that that tells me that he's got plenty of uh, airway um, up his sleeves about it you know, finish off a race like that. Yeah. Well, we all want to know what, when he's going to run next, Tom. Uh, there's not a lot around for him, Steve. So we, um, and, and we'd give, we would have given him a nice um, break in between his first and second up run anyway, especially after a big run like that. So um, there's not a lot around for him. I think, uh, I think he might be a month between runs or something like that, but that'll work out. That, that's no drama for him. Anyway, and we'd probably like to keep him at Eagle Farm if if possible. And uh, so I think it, I'm just not exactly sure of the date, but I think it'll be a month between runs, which, you know, after a big first up run, it'd suit anyway. Yeah, so 1,200? 
Yeah. 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 There's a race on, as you well know, on New Year's Eve worth a fortune called the King of the Mountain on his home track. Uh, he's not eligible, Steve. Oh, he's not he? cuties. So. Oh, he's not. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's right. It's for cuties yeah. horses only, isn't it? Being by, he's by yeah. Wanjina. Yeah. Yeah. And how's your dad? How excited must he have been? Oh, yeah, no, fantastic. So, you know, every every – but the horse has been two weeks after the surgery. I know it's a long haul, but um, two, two weeks after the second surgery, the horse was back to his normal self. Yeah. You know, and that that gives us great, great conf, you know, great hope all, all, all the way through. I know yeah. that they've still got to do it, but, um, yeah. Excellent. But a young fellow that we get on regularly, he watches the horses closely. He actually sent me a text before the race, Tom Henjack. Um, he's involved with a, a, a selection service called MacBet, and he, he sent me a face. He said, looks terrific in the yard. Yeah, no, he, yeah. he was fantastic, the horse. He, he You know, and, and two jump outs ago, we were happy with him, and then we looked for a race, so then he could have another jump out under his belt. And without racing, it, he was... You know, he was as good as we could get him without without racing, but it's still a long time off. Mm. It's still always in the back of your mind that 15 months is an awful long time off. Yeah. Ian, how many surgeries you booked in for this week? <laughs> no, no, I'm uh, I'm just happily watching a few horses that have had track surgeries uh, racing today, and uh, I'll... Uh, I'll get back on the tools later on. Yeah, it's such a common thing, isn't it? Do they normally change gear with, with horses, uh, uh, Ian, when they've had their surgery? Put something on the crossovers or something? Or? Oh, not not with the tiebacks so much, uh, Steve. With horses that have undergone soft pellet surgeries often have a change in gear, but um, it's not something that's that common. Um, with the tiebacks, you will find some horses, trainers will put tongue ties on or crossover nose bands if, if there's any pellet issues, but generally speaking, um, you don't need to do anything. What does he wear, Tom? Anything? Uh, he just had his tongue tie on. He had it on for his last few runs before the surgery, um, because you know we did think that there was a there was a problem already there, and we've just left it on him only for the sake of leaving it on him, really. But um, his recovery after after his gallops and his and his race on Saturday, you, you can't believe it. It's unbelievable. Thank you both. As I said, it's a great team effort there, and we we've got him around for a bit longer, which is wonderful news because punters just want to keep watching him. <laughs> Thanks, Ian. Thanks, Steve. Thank you. There is Ian, Doctor Ian Fulton, and also Toowoomba trainer Tong Dougal talking about the very popular Go Wanji. Yeah, what's his record again? 13 starts, 8 wins, 4 seconds, one third. His fluctuations on the weekend were four, or $4, $5, $7, $58 uh, in the end. And as I said, he settled three back the fence. He was actually tracking manhood, one of the favourites in the race. But Jake just started to get off the fence and uh, look for a run. And he was just held up for a few bounds. Then he had to dart back nearer the inside. So his momentum was lost a bit there, but... Um, Nishira just had the momentum. And what was the margin? It wasn't much of a, I mean, it wasn't that, uh, what was it, 0.15 of a length there uh, at the end. Anyway, just great to see him do that.